Radyo Ninyo, radyo alang sa katauhan, alang sa batang balaan. Nagkadaiyang istorya sa panag-ambit, pag-alagad, panaghinigugmaay o debosyon pagatukion. Radyo Ninyo, gasa alang sa katauhan, sa kasing-kasing sa pag-alagad, Radyo Ninyo, bagong higala sa kahanginan. Radyo Ninyo, radyo alang sa katauhan. Alam sa Batang Balaan. Maayong Adlaw, Cebu. Mapagpalang araw, Pilipinas. Welcome to all of you listening to us all over the world. Welcome to Radyo Ninyo. Radyo Alang sa Katawahan. Alang sa Batang Balaan. Today is Saturday, May 22, 2021. I am Sheila May Gumapon. And I am Friar Nelian Garcia. And I am Father Imark Asor OSA. Welcome to Radyo Ninyo. Radyo Alang sa Katauhan. Alang sa Batang Balaan. Good day, Father Imark and Fry Ronel. Kamusta po? Good day, Michila. Good day, Padre. Hi, good day, Fry Ronel and, and, and Ate Sheila. Wow, may pa-ate si Father ngayon. Anyways, <laughs> akalain nyo nga, Fry no and Father, we're, we are on our fourth episode. Parang one month na po yung asapan. Parang kailan lang po? May month sa rin na to. Sana tumatagal. Sana all tumatagal. <laughs> wow. Parang may hugot si Ronel dun sa sana all. Eh. <laughs> Oo oh, nga po eh. Ano po feeling lang. na ano? Ano po feeling na one month na po? Parang ang bilis sa Parang ano lang, nagkwentuhan lang tayo. Tapos hindi natin alam. Ano? Four episodes na pala. Ako di ko nga nabili yeah. eh, na four episodes na pala eh. Isang buwan na pala eh. Ako masasabi ko lang, uh, God provides. Wow, gandang reflection nun. God provides. The Santo Nino provides. Yeah. Oo nga eh. So, no, it started with an ano lang, with an idea parang out of nowhere na idea na, okay, baka ano, baka gusto natin mag-usapan, gusto natin mag-create ng program. And then here we are in our fourth episode. Very much true. Talagang, uh, it's, ewan ko, siguro providential din yung plano nila, yung, yung pag-isipan na yun. Right now. And we have planned already some, some other things. And I hope um, our viewers will continue to join us in every episode that we're going to make. Definitely. Siyempre, no? I, I really hope that they do stay with us and continue to watch for us or to us. Kasi, syempre, they would know more about the Augustinians and, of course, the kind of life we live. To all our viewers and listeners, uh, thank you for joining with us. Uh, mula nung pilot episode namin hanggang ngayon na we are on our fourth episode. And hopefully, you'll continue journeying with us to more usapan and makabuluhang kwentuhan. True, thank you for true. being with us. No? Talagang uh, it's been... It's been quite a while. It's a journey and we are to continue it, of course, uh, with the vision of advocating the Augustinian way of life and living a life that is dedicated definitely to the faithful and to him. Yes, Kuya Mark. That's our, one of our goals here is for not only for them to be orientated to our way of life, but for them to see how great the Santonini works, not only through us, but through them. And For, for the past four episodes, they have journeyed with us from the beginnings of the Augustinians in the Philippines. And now, we have now here um, another perspective of history or another historical mark in, in, the way of li- in the life of the Augustinians in the Philippines. Yeah, so it's very much uh, relevant, uh, especially now this year, nga, uh, the Augustinians are celebrating the 456 years. So, 
ulit-ulit natin sinasabi to kasi nga 456 years hindi rin biro. Ang tagal na din mm-hmm. ng Augustinian presence dito sa Philippines. And for the past episode, we talked about uh, the birth of the Augustinian province in the Philippines. And kung sa skwelahan, di ba, may mga hierarchy, may mga iba't ibang level, same din naman sa, sa order of St. Augustine. So, now, we were talking about the province, now we will be talking about the vicariate. So, Father Aymar, uh, ano po ba yung ibig sabihin ng vicariate sa Augustinian province? It's a small unit, uh, which is... Uh, it means na the the head or the mother province or the head office is into another place. It's located into another into another uh, uh, circumscription or another country. However, meron din presence dito sa atin sa Pilipinas. And I think our resource speaker or our guest uh, today would be able to illuminate us kung papaanong sila ay tinatawag na vicariate. And uh, sa kanila nanggaling itong mother at itong itong province of Santorini de Cebu from the mother province. So pag sinabi nating mother province, the most holy name of Jesus the Philippines, sila yung tinutukoy natin. So I I I guess uh, our 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 guest for today would be able to help us understand no, yung yung mga nangyari before in the past and as well yung mga reasons that led us into having a separate or another province also. Like just what Father Burden did last episode. Iko naman Fry. Uh, what can you say naman? Parang uh, I heard nakilala mo daw yung ano guest speaker natin ngayon. So can you give us naman a glimpse or a hint kung sino ba siya? When I was in college, professor ko siya. Tapos that was the first time that I ever saw him. He, fresh from the mission yata siya nun eh, fresh from other country. And then he was also the prior, I think, of, of in the intramuros community. And then uh, later on was the regional superior, the vicarial superior of the vicariate of the Orient. Um, on the academic side, he was also one of the panelists during my thesis defense. On the personal side, I've been with him for a month when I was still in my orientation to the novitiate in intramuros. And, He's a very cordial person, one who um, who is willing to listen and who is uh, very much uh, open to to teaching also uh, the brothers and his students. So, ang ganda po no, na may mini reunion palang magaganap ngayon. So, sa mga nakikinig sa atin dyan, or to those who are watching us, we're very excited to share to you and introduce to you our guest speaker. But before that, we will be taking a short break. But please stay tuned only here in Radyo Nino. Radyo Alang sa Katawahan. Alang sa Batang Balaan. We are gifted to give and live 
Radyo Ninyo. Radyo Alang sa Katauhan. Alang sa Batang Balaan. Now, Father and Fry, we're very honored and very much grateful that we are graced by uh, a special guest uh, speaker for today. May special guest po tayo ngayon. And uh, excited na po ako na makausap siya, makakwentuhan siya. Kayo po ba? Kilala niyo po ba yung ano natin, guest natin for today's episode? Um, nakilala ko yung guest natin yeah, syempre, no? nung college pa ako, when I was still in college. Um, he was my professor in some subjects in philosophy and in history of the church, I think. Yeah. And well, from time to time visiting their community, and uh, we get to see him, especially when we had our orientation to the novitiate in, in their community. How about you for the IMARC? Uh, our our uh, guest for today is a fellow brethren of ours, an Augustinian, one of the leaders or one of the uh, officials sa Vicariate of the Orient. Last time, uh, during our talk with Father Bardon, we were we were frequently mentioning about the Vicariate of the Orient. I think, no, maganda nga talaga na meron tayong uh, maging guest panauhit coming from the Vicariate or our mother province, no? kung saan nagmula yung bagong province of Santo Niño de Cebu, Philippines. So relatively bagong ang Santo Niño de Cebu, Philippines, at sila ang ating pinagmulan. And we owe them, no? uh, really, the gratitude of being able to uh, continue the charism of the Augustinian order. So, ang ganda po, no, Fry, tsaka Father I. Mark, na we are graced by uh, someone na makakapagbigay insights din sa atin because we just talked about the province and now we'll be talking kung saan ba nagmula yung province of Santo Nino, Cebu, Philippines. And na-mention nga kanina ni Fry Ronel na professor niya daw to. So, uh, may reunion po pala tayong magaganap for for today's episode. So, uh, dahil professor mo siya, Fry Ronel, pwede mo bang sabihin sa atin o ipakilala sa atin sa ating mga nakikinig and sa mga nanonood sa atin ngayon kung sino ba yung guest speaker natin for today. Okay. Um, our guest speaker today is currently the uh, Vicario Superior of the Vicariate of the Orient. And he was my professor in in orient in Augustinology and in the history of the church when I was still studying at the St. Thomas of Villanova Institute. And he is also a he was a missionary outside of the Philippines before he became our professor then. And I think more of the details will come from him as we go along our conversation. Let me introduce to all of you Reverend Father Peter Casino OSA. Welcome, Father Peter. Oh, welcome. Thank you, thank you. Welcome, welcome Father. So, uh, Father, uh, can you introduce po to us uh, kung saan po kayo nakasay niyo yun, saan po yung base niyo ngayon or yung community niyo ngayon and 
Kamusta naman po, Father? Mm. So I am happy because Parai Ronelli was my student before and now is my colleague. So pareho na kaming teachers in STBI. Ayan, so sabihin ay my teaching has born fruit. So, <clears throat> so I belong to the Augustinian Vicariate of the Orient. And it is a circumscription under the province of San Juan de Sagon in Spain. But when we look back to our history, there was a time when there was the Vicariate of the Philippines before the establishment of the Cebu province. The presence of the Agustinians in the Philippines was through the Vicariate of the Philippines. And the mother house or mother province was located in Spain. Uh, but of course, during the start of the history of the Agustinian in the Philippines, 1565, our province started here in the Philippines in Manila, 1570, our province was established. And then the headquarters was initially in Intramuros. And because of the vicissitudes of history, uh, the time came na it, it was transferred to Spain. And then the Philippines became a vicariate of the province that was naging ano na yung headquarters niya nang sa Spain. And then during 1983, 1984, sometime some like that, the province of Santo Antonio was established. <clears throat> But there still remained in the Philippines the so-called Vicariate. And then they changed the name to Vicariate of the Orient. So yon, that was in the 1980s. And uh, the presence of the Vicariate of the Orient during that time was they had two communities in the Philippines. And I think one community in India and one community in China. So there were four communities. And in 1989, the Vicariate of the Orient decided to recruit new vocations. So dalawa kami na na-recruit, myself and Father James okay, in 1989. And then uh, 1989 kami, mga 1993, there were additional recruits. And pagdating ng mga ta taon, dumadami na yung mga nare-recruit nare to the Vicariate of the Orient. That's why the membership group. Okay. And from two communities in the 1980s, we are now seven communities in the Vicariate of the Orient. So in Intramuros, there are two communities. In Baseco, we have one community. So I now assigned in Baseco. And in CSA Makati, another community. CSA Bulacan. Eh, tapos sa Catanduanes. And in Kalinga, Lubuagan. So those are our 77 communities now in the Vicariate. And now uh, we are about 40 plus members. And 10 of our friars are working in different communities in Spain. So uh, that's our strength today. So during the provincial chapter of 2018, that was our last provincial chapter as a province of most holy name of Jesus of the Philippines. Because after that, 
naging ano na eh, uh, province of San Juan de Sagon de Espanya na the four Spanish provinces became one. So yung 2018, that was our last provincial chapter as province of Novo Solenium, Jesus of the Philippines. And then uh, during that time, it was decided that in the next general chapter, Tanzania will become a vicariate. Uh, Tanzania, which was one of our circumscriptions, will become a vicariate. And then, sabi rin dun sa provincial chapter namin na India will also become a vicariate. So, yun. That's me question. Yes. May question lang po. Uh, yeah. What brought about po? Ano po yung mga factors na consider why uh, the four provinces are now lumped as one province or, or one parang uh, federation? So the four provinces um, are now united because they said that in Spain, that is what has been happening to the religious orders. Like Sabinila, the Jesuits Dao, before they were many provinces, and now they are just only one. And then uh, I think Yung Dominican, they were also many provinces, and then they also became one. It's like it, it's the trend in Spain because of the lack of vocations. They decide to unite. So four provinces becoming one province. So when, when those four Spanish provinces, they became one, the membership became, I think, 400 something. Naging membership nila. So there was a growth in membership. But, but a good number of, of those members are ano, not from Spain. Yeah. So not from Spain. So ganun nangyari. Out of the of the out of the four hundred members po ng isang malaking circumscription natin ngayon, forty of those are coming here in the Philippines po, no? Sa members yes. natin. Uh, out of those four hundred, forty are Filipinos. Kaya lang, uh, nung ang 2018, na they said India should become a picaric na. Uh, Tanzania should become a vicariate. Tapos napunta yung usapan sa vicariate of the Orient. How about the vicariate of the Orient? So, ang naging discussion na sa provincial chapter, that we should already become a province. Mm -hmm. So, yun. So, but if I may pick up from that, um, how are your preparations now? Um, regarding that discussion on, on the Vicariate becoming a province? So, yun, uh, so after that, na, they said now we will, we will be becoming a province. The next ano na, general chapter, we were already erected as a province. And then uh, we have to prepare. Uh, until now, we are preparing. The first thing that has to be prepared is list of members. Kung, kung ilan talaga yung members. Because, because there are members na, who were affiliated to the province of the Philippines. And there were members also who were affiliated to the Vicariate of the Orient. So who among the members that will really belong to the new province and who will remain with the old. So may ganong, ano pa? May ganong question. So that has to be fully settled, yung question pa na ganon. Mm -hmm. hmm. So Father, is it safe to say na currently um, some of the priors are still on that uh, period of thinking with whether to belong to the upcoming province or to remain with the um, with the province of the Philippines? Maybe some friars are still thinking. Mm -hmm. But uh, roughly, Pads, how many are you now, roughly, in, in the Philippines belonging to the Vicariate? So, so in the Philippines now, 
uh, for example, Makati, there are five. Tapos sa uh, Intramuros in the in the seminary, I think they are six, so five plus six. And then in the convent, mga seven. So five plus six plus seven. Five plus six plus seven. Yon. Tapos sa uh, Bulacan, five. Oh. And then in Lubwagan, there are five. Okay. In Batalay, four. And in Baseco, four. So yun kami sa Philippines. Yeah. Philippines. Oh. Okay. Thank you, Pastor. Tapos 30, in, in there are 10. So, nasa 46 po. No? 46. Maganyan, uh, maganyan na. Oh, oh. And congratulations pala, Pads. Kasi uh, in the next few days, may ordination kayo to the Diakonet. May ordination na uh, tatlo. Yeah, three priors oh. will be ordained. Three priors. So, 46 plus 3, 49. Hindi mm. kasama na yun sila, Kuya. Ah, kasama na sila. Mm. Oh. Pads, meron pa po ba tayo mga Spanish brethren dito sa atin na nakasisa. We have Spanish brethren in Makati, Father Julian and Father Horacio. I I heard Father um how is Father Horacio na Padre? He recovered from COVID. So okay naman sa ngayon. That's good news. Father, if I may backtrack a little bit with our uh usapan. Um when you mentioned about the vicissitudes of the country during the transfer of the seat of, of authority yeah, yeah. Uh, a few years ago, or at least during the early years of the 20th century, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes. What, what was the condition during that? What were the conditions that led to the transfer of, of the headquarters to Spain? So I think uh, there were, there was a lot of, property tapos kinuha yata ng mga Americans mm -hmm. tulad ng mga prior estates ganun. Mm -hmm. and then uh, we also had parishes and then they were taken by the secular clergy so mm -hmm. maraming ano, friars in the Philippines na they had to go back to Spain mm -hmm. so since so, naging this was transferred to Spain. Liba dati sa Intramuros. So, na there were many friars in Intramuros. So nawala na yung mga friars na yon. They were transferred to Spain. So that's why the seat of the province became ano na sa Spain. Uh, but in relation to the transfer of the seat of power in the uh, vicariates, uh, in the decision of the with the decision of the superiors, was there really an original plan to establish a vicariate in the Philippines, or was there other plans, or what was the original uh, plan of action during that time? <clears throat> so. Um... Before 1898, so, so there was just one so plan of action during that time. <clears throat> so uh, 1898, that was the revolution, Filipino-Spanish revolution. Mm -hmm. But before that time, in the uh, 19th century then uh, so they they only they they was there was only one province province of the most holy name of Jesus of the Philippines mm -hmm. it was in so the time came when not everyone was interested in mission mm -hmm. there were friars whose interest was more in the study of culture 
and intellectual pursuits. So during the time when there, there was great interest in the intellectual pursuits, uh, the, the friars decided to form a new province. Mm -hmm. And thus was, so it, what, what was formed was the joined the province of Escorial, they were known to be the intellectuals mm -hmm. of the province during the time. Okay, so so the law of province natin, yung province of Nosoline of Jesus of the Philippines, and then another province in Escorial, which became known as the Madrid Uh, in relation hmm. to the transfer of the seat of power to Spain, what was the initial plan of the uh, superiors regarding the mission here in, in the Philippines? Yeah, okay. So, so in the 19th century, we were influenced by the signs of the time, yung what we call rationalism, di ba? Yung time nila, Jose Rizal, na yung rationalism na hindi na medieval ages, di ba? Yes, ma'am. Yung so during the 19th century, there was the French Revolution. And then our heroes, yung sila Jose Rizal, nagkaroon sila ng group, yung enlightened group. They consider themselves enlightened by reason. Yung mm na ilustrados. -hmm. So even during, during the time, even the friars were influenced by the, ano, yung, by that age, by mm -hmm. the rationalism, rationalism of the age and then during the time in our province there, there were some friars they were not interested anymore to go for mission so naging interest nila is academe intellectual pursuits na to study uh, to study the prevailing culture the prevailing philosophy so yun na naging interest na maraming friars. And because of that, there are many friars interested in intellectual, intellectual pursuits. Eventually, they formed a new province, which, which became known as the Madrid province, with, with, with its headquarters in Madrid, Escorial, in Escorial. San Lorenzo del Escorial, a certain town in the province of Madrid. So, so the law na yung province natin. Province of the most holy name of Jesus of the Philippines and another province in Madrid. And the province in Madrid is focused sa uh, culture, study of culture, intellectual pursuits. Napapano harapin yung bagong nangyayari na influence of the French Revolution na yung rationalism and all those things. So yon. So naging dalaw na yung province natin. And then men, and then many of the friars who left the Philippines, they became part of that province na engaged na in ano, intellectual pursuits, hindi na masada yung mission na agentists. So yon. So in Spain during the time uh, there were so many friars in our convents, but there was there were also chances for new mission sa Peru, sa Argentina, Brazil, Colombia. So yung magandang lugar sa Latin America, there were new opportunities for mission. So those who were previously in the Philippines, 
many of them were sent to those places. So yun, nag, nagka, nagkaroon na ng ibang strategy. Hindi na lang puro sa Pilipinas pinapadala, kundi pinapadala na rin sa South America. And then uh, eventually, they formed another province, yung province of the most holy name of Jesus of Spain in 1926. So, and then this province naman, formed in 1926, the their focus became the educational apostolate yung gagawa sila ng mga schools and then the names of the schools are Colegio San Agustin so yun uh, sa focus na yan educational apostolate doon na yung province yun yung province ng, ng Mosolini of Jesus of Spain and then our province eventually also established schools in Spain, Colegio San Agustin in Spain, in Zaragoza. And in 1904, Colegio San Agustin in Iloilo. Nag-branch up na rin tayo sa educational apostolate. So yun ang, yung sinasabi natin, nag-iba na rin tayo ng strategy. Hindi na lang puro mission agentes. Okay, so yun, nag, nag nagkakaroon na ng iba-ibang strategies ang missions. And uh, the time came na there are now three groups in Spain. Province of the Most Holy Name of Jesus of the Philippines, Province of the Most Holy Name of Jesus of Spain, and the Province of Escorial. Tapos later on, there was still another one that was added, uh, actually maybe just restored, Province of Castile. And so naging focus nila, educational apostolate and intellectual apostolate. So yun, yun nagkaroon na ng iba-ibang strategy. Okay, but, but in the beginning, it was just one province, province of the most holy name of Jesus of the Philippines. The headquarters was in Intramuros and the focus was really mission. Uh, mission especially to the nations of the Orient especially to China and Japan. So yun ang original na mission talaga. But because of the, ano, yung mga, because of history, French Revolution, naiba na yung, ano, uh, takbo na isang mga tao. So, so, our friars also responded to the new realities. Kaya hindi na puro mission ang nangyari. So, ganun na naging development. So, um, and then and then in the ano na 1980s, 1970s, nauso naman nung 1970s na Filipinization. Or like uh, the Jesuits, they want to have a Philippine province. The Dominicans, they also wanted to have a Philippine province. So, tayo rin na influence din tayo sa ganun. That's why that's why they work towards forming a province of native Filipinos and it became the province of Santo Antonio de Cebu. So ganun na naging development. Okay, thank you very much Padre. So that was really um parang the mission status of the Augustinians in the Philippines was not just coming from whatever they wanted, it was both as a desire to proclaim the faith and to respond to whatever is uh, in play during that time. Um, I would like to relate that, Padre, transpose that response to the need of the time, the signs of the time, to the present. Um, as we are all aware of, we have been in, in the pandemic for quite some time now. We already had a very unhappy anniversary last March. And uh, I'd like to ask, Padre, how did the Vicariate of the Orient respond to the call of the pandemic or to the needs of the people during the pandemic? So the actions has been consolidated. Ito na lang, this year na lang. The... Mm -hmm community of Intramuros was inspired by yung community pantry. 
So yun, nag-organize sila doon ng committee pantry. Coordinating closely with Caritas Manila, committee pantry. And then in Baseco, nag-organize din ng committee pantry. In also in coordination with Caritas Manila also. Okay, Pads. Um, on on the converse, because the the question was about how the vicariate responded to the pandemic. Um, the other side is also relevant to ask: How did the pandemic affect now the status of the vicariate? Kumusta po kayo ngayon during the pandemic, personally and generally as as the entire uh, as a vicariate? Okay, so sa Vicariate of the Orient, uh, may namatay na one friar. And then in, in Samuros, nag-positive mga tatlong friars. Tapos sa uh, Makati naman, nag-positive na one friar. Dito sa Baseco, may nag-positive na one friar na Amnesia. So, bali, anim na friars po pa sang naapektuhan. So, so far, yun ang, ano, oh. yung COVID, the fires. Uh, so, Father, uh, uh, considering this po, uh, ano po ba yung uh, response po ng vicariate po, knowing po na uh, we lost some brothers and uh, ano po ba yung uh, uh, ginawa din ng community po? At ang ginawa ng community is... Uh, to prohibit lay people from entering the community for two weeks. But, but after two weeks, pinayagan na rin na pumasok ang lay people to the community. And then uh, and also in the Vicario de Orient, there are two communities with very active community pantry. The one in Intramuros and the one in Paseco. Father, nakakalungkot po yung ano, no? yung minangyari kay Father Arnold na kura natin before sa dyan po sa, ano, sa San Agustin po sa Intramuros. And we are very much uh, in solidarity with our brothers no, na Agustinian sa Vicariate and we are yeah. very much sorry about what happened. Pero nakakatawa po dyan, even though you have been greatly affected by this pandemic, no? Grabe po yung inyong naging response. No? That did not uh, impede you or stop you from doing something. So, uh, Father, uh, personally po, uh, ano po ba yung parang reflection niyo po sa, sa situation po na nangyari po sa inyo dito pandemic? And how are you able to cope up naman po? Uh, so, si Father Arnold, siya yung namatay sa Intramuros. It was the Paris priest. So, ang nangyari, nami-miss na siya ng lahat. But what we were able to do is, he has an active assistant Paris priest naman. So, yung assistant Paris priest, siya na yung ginawang Paris priest. So, okay naman ngayon sa Intamuros. And then, another Paris priest was put in charge of the Caritas activities in Intramuros. So, merong yung Paris priest and then yung assistant Paris priest at talagang helping him dun sa community pantry. And then to, to help also many homeless people around Luneta and uh, around dun sa Mailoton, around Intramuros. So, they are giving food to homeless people around the area. Naging active po ang Paris doon sa mag-prepare sila ng uh, especially dinner sa homeless people. Ang ganda din po nun, Father, no, na kahit po uh, sa mga pangyayari na ganun, uh, nakita naman po na uh, may pagtutulungan pa rin ng mga members po ng, ng parish, ng Yes. community po. So, uh, Father, uh, I'd just like to ask po, uh, personally po, uh, 
as an Augustinian po, ano po ba yung masasabi niyo po sa members ng Vicarate at members ng iba't ibang communities na na under po ng Vicarate? Uh, especially now po na we are still battling uh, the COVID-19 po. So, ang, ang masasabi ko is uh, just to continue with our normal activities and and to continue helping the people in whatever way we can and 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 to be careful also to follow the health protocol in helping the people and uh siempre minsan nakatakot din na lumabas so just be careful because sometimes we are invited for example to bless the dead So, minsan na, nakatakot, but maybe just have to wear face mask and face shield. Just be careful. And to, to have more sleep. Huwag masyadong magkuyat. And also, proper diet. I was listening to a reflection in the internet. And then, and then ang nag-reflect isang madre, sabi niya, There's a new meaning that also they abandon their net. Within, within those opinions, there are there are nets in the internet that we have to abandon. There are there are kinds of nets in the internet. Now we can abandon because what nets is not good for our mind and soul. So yeah, hindi naman yun sabi na. Do not use the net, but there are kinds of nets now that we can abandon. Para we will not feel more discouraged, especially during this difficult time of pandemic. So thank you so much, po, Father Peter, for gracing for sharing your time with us here in Osapan. Thank you very much, Padre, and dagang salamat sa makahulugang usapan with you. And we hope to be with you in the future uh, episodes of this program. Thank you, Padge. Uh, thank you for letting us know no, yung sentiments natin sa, sa Vicariate, especially when you were greatly affected, you are still affected by, of course, all of us by this pandemic. And of course, knowing that you have lost a uh, brother is not really, you know, it's not really good to know. However, uh, we still are able to continue you know, the service sa simbahan sa mga kapatid natin, mga mananampalatay. Okay po. So, uh, sa mga viewers natin and listeners, do not uh, end this yet because we will still have another gap after this short break. So, stay tuned only here in Radyo Nino. Radyo Alang sa Katawan. Alang sa Batang Balaan.
Welcome back to Radyo Ninyo. Radyo alang sa katauhan. Alang sa batang balaan. So Father and Fry, it has been a great day, a wonderful usapan. What is your takeaway po for today's episode, Fry? Sa sa akin, um, I, I, I feel uh, magnetized, kumbaga, doon sa sharing ni Father Peter about the the shift of the focus of the Augustinians from mission work to to the academic side well according to him it's because of the it's brought about by the um, historical development of the philosophical and and the, the cultural um, trajectory of of the times so i'm 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 focusing on that kasi magandang isipin eh na kung ano yung signs of the times the response of the mission or the mission of or of the missionaries themselves will reflect very much what will happen in the next years of history so kung if if they didn't pursue that way or although minsan masakit or mahirap magsalita ng what if kasi we don't have really any basis for that um, if they didn't shift their focus baka wala din yung Cebu province ngayon now the the call for us when i was i was reflecting on that is what now is the call to mission what are the signs of the times that uh, are presented upon us and i think one of that is the shift of the media of the medium to reach the people and as i said during the first episode is the usapan this 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 very program is itself a response to that signs of the times that the people are here in the media they're uh, facing their laptops their gadgets so instead of simply, although I don't undermine the value of church, of being in the church, that has a very significant value in our lives as Catholics. But to reach them, to be constantly present with, uh, to be present with them, I think this is our very uh, modest response to that call. And I hope more projects of the similar uh, strand could be promoted. Para nga makasama natin yung mga tao at hindi tayo maging alien sa kanila. So that that's mine. How about you for the Imark? Sa akin naman no, yung dedication ng friars. Sabi nga ni Frena no, yung yung shift the focus. Although may a little, little change from the focus from the beginning to now, pero hindi nawala yung dedication to serve the church and of course God in serving the church, no? Ah, uh, hindi nawala, hindi na suppress, pero nagmultiply pa, no? Siguro unity in diversity. No, yung makikita natin. According to St. Augustine, no, yung, yung unity kasi, it's not about uniformity. Unity is about uh, being together, although in a diverse manner. So, dun, dun natin makikita, no? nagkaroon ng another province from the mother province, pero parang mas lumawig, mas nag-expand, mas nagkaroon ng, uh, ng kulay yung ating service sa simbahan. No, hindi lang tayo sa mission areas, nag-benchmark din tayo sa educational apostolate natin. Nagkaroon din tayo ng focus sa formation as far as dodo, no? kung itong ipabacktrack natin yung kay Father Verdon last time. So, nandun eh. It's, it's just na uh, may iba't ibang inspiration. No? Yung salitang inspiration sa Latin is inspirare. No? The inspiration, the breath of the Holy Spirit. No? So, siguro, ganun talaga. Kaya we just have to trust Him no kung saan tayo bubugahan hihingahan ng Espiritu Santo and what is important is that the Augustinian order here in this part of the globe in the Philippines has been receptive no dun sa inspiration ng spirit no kasi nangyari lahat ito and until now we sustain we maintain and we sustain so therefore siguro that's a good uh, that's a good sign that the hand of God is in everything that happened in the past and until now. So thank you so much, Father and Fry. And uh, one thing that I also admire is uh, from, from the order is that kahit hindi nyo pinag-aralan, like kumbaga ito, I mean, this platform is so new to us. Uh, and especially alam ko sa inyo, hindi to part ng, ano nyo, ng formation nyo na you have to study all about communication, all about media, may wala kayong mga ano, major subjects about this, but look at where we are now. You have adapted to the to the call of times. You 
you had or you have the willingness to learn these things just to reach out to the people just to evangelize the people so ang ganda po nun, uh not just to to OSA but it's also true to everyone to the members of the church to the catholic church who have adopted especially lalo-lalo uh, na ngayon na we are in the middle of the pandemic pa rin. so yun uh ang ganda ang ganda ng ano ng usapan natin ngayon parang we can say na uh we are uh adaptive we are resilient and we we know how how to respond to the different calls so sa mga nakikinig sa atin diyan sa mga nanonood po please share to us uh, what is your reflection for today's usapan or you can have it or you can have a mini sharing with your family with your friends uh how a uh, ano sapan no so kayo rin mag-usap-usap din po kayo and uh take this time to share not just ano uh virtually but also take the time to communicate uh among all of you in, in the members of your household or kung saan man kayo naroroon so Thank you for being with us today and please don't forget to follow our official social media accounts of the Augustinians and the Basilica Minore del Santo Niño de Cebu which are flashed on your screens. I am Sheila. Daghang salamat sa makahuluganong usapan. I am Fry Ronel. Maraming salamat sa mga nanonood at nakikinig dito sa atin sa usapan and I am Father Imar as well. And see you for another Kwentuhang Agustinian only here in Radyo Nino. Radyo alang sa katawan. Alang sa Batang Balaan.